first time. I'm doing Ioni... Oh, God. Uh, I already said it wrong. Iolani Palace in Oahu, Hawaii, which is, if not thought of as haunted, is thought of as a spiritual place. Also, this episode is special because it's for my uncle, who has actually been to this palace. He hasn't told me any spooky stories, but I'll forgive him for that for now. As always, we will be looking at the his this historic place, um, its haunting, and what could be explanation an explanation or not as to why the events are happening in this building. Also, I'm pulling attention because it's my podcast and I can, but you notice how this episode is on time? Yes. Well... <laughs> Uh, let's begin, and thanks again for listening to another podcast, and I will get these names wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just how it... So, my history on this is not the best. I, um, I'm, I'm not, uh, well-versed on Hawaiian history, Honestly, this is the first time that I've ever delved into it. I'm much more comfortable with Eastern uh, history and European history and Canadian history, even to some point mainland uh, American history. But yeah, so anyway, it might be a little... Just, just be kind to me. <laughs> so Iolani Palace is a historic landmark in the city of Honolulu and was built in 1845 for royalty, which ended with the death of Queen Lilio Kalani, I believe ending the Kalakua dynasty. Now this line of text I'm not sure of, and you will see later that it did not end the Kalakua dynasty. It was in fact something completely different, but it did affect Queen Liliuokalani. So, not wrong, not particularly correct, but we're gonna get on with it. So, my main objective is the castle, so moving on from that, the palace is quite interesting. In the 19th century, it was by a burial ground, Pahukiana. All of these names will be in the description, by the way, just so that you can see what they actually look like. Um, and this was thought to be a sacred uh, place and named after a chief. Halimali was one of the original homes lived in by a chief whom was also governor of Oahu. The second home on the land was Kinuahele, from what I'm reading and intuiting, it sounds like these two residents were later turned into the palace, uh, but I'm not sure. Like, I wasn't able to find um, if they were or not. As before, the houses were separated into small buildings for single purposes. If you'd like to read more about the homes, a visit to South Seas in the U.S. ship Vincennes during the years 1829 and 1830 by Charles Samuel Stewart describes the area and homes in detail. 
The tomb was a sacred site for the rulers. It wasn't until August 23rd, 1825 that they had their first anglicized burial. Influenced by a visit to Westminster Abbey, they were buried in a coral thatched roof small building that resembled a house. It became so crowded with bodies that eventually they began to bury higher-ups in unmarked graves. In 1936, the site was memorialized by, by the Hawaiian Historical Society and now has a plaque. It seems that in 1844, Kekuanoa built or started building of a home for his daughter, which is the Iolani Palace. And he did it for his daughter, Victoria, moving the kingdom from which at that time had been in Lahaina to Honolulu in 1845. The house itself was originally just a simple round building that only had a meeting room and a throne room, as well as a dining room. In 1843, Kamehameha V built a separate house built a separate house on the east side of the palace called Ihikapukelani on the Moaka side and Kualuhinonano on the Mekei side. The building that we know today was built by three architects as architecture and its architecture is seen nowhere else in the world with koa wood and ornamental plaster. This majestic building it was used by monarchs until the overthrow of the Hawaiian Kingdom in 1893. And that's where it gets sad, like colonists taking over the palace and trying to take the monarchy. This also led to Queen Liliokalani being um, a prisoner in her room for eight months. With the hauntings themselves being fairly constant, as in the site at 5.30 a.m. where the guards see Queen Lilio Kalani, they confirm it because so many people have seen it. <laughs> There's also a piano that is heard in the blue room on occasion, those who carry the royal bloodline connection have been said to hear chanting or Hawaiian music in Queen Liliuokalani's room, which was her prison for eight months after the overthrow of the Hawaiian kingdom. There are also claims of her figure being spotted in the window of that bedroom. One account mentions the smell of fragrant perfume. The Banyan trees, Queen Kapololani planted, she planted two, and it later became a forest, which is thought and said to hold spirits. Not only those of the royals, but those of people who don't have any families to look after them. Wahoo itself is said to be ripe with activity and if you would like a place to go with high activity levels then Oahu seems to be one of the places. 
I haven't researched all of Oahu and Waikiki, but it seems to be widely believed among people that it is haunted. So now on to what we're going to see. So again, if I'm looking at the hauntings at this site, I honestly would right off the bat call it a residual haunting or maybe matrixing due to fog, due to maybe being far away, a million different things. But due to the fact that just reading about the island where there are stories of chiefs roaming Waikiki Beach and that police have actually investigated that, it's not like this is an unfamiliar phenomenon in the island. But again, I'm not focusing on the island, I'm doing Palace. Queen Liliokalani could be an apparition in the early morning. There is such thing as vog, volcanic fog, not vlog, fog, <laughs> which uh, goes to the chain of islands. I'm not sure of the exact particular of this natural phenomenon and could be totally wrong, but that could account for the sighting of her in the during the early morning hours. The window sighting, again, could be matrixing, could be just the weather, it could be a million things. It could be real, who knows? Like, I wasn't there. Now, the um, thing that I 100% believe is that those with royal heritage can hear chanting in the bedroom. The energy in that room would be so intense that it would be odd for strange things not to happen. Uh, as far as the perfume, that's a toss-up. It's very possible that it was simply flowers in the palace. But again, residual energy is very potent and again could be either. So, all in all, I think it's time for you to make your own opinion. Would you go there for a haunting? Honestly, I'd recommend a Wanhu for ghost enthusiasts. The streets are alive with them according to articles, but that's up to you. Thank you for listening to my podcast, and I hope that you enjoyed at least some of it. I promise the next one I will do more hauntedness. Uh, uh, but honestly, I just couldn't find that much about its haunting, and I really wanted to do Hawaii for my uncle. Uh... But there's a lot about history, and it was fun to do this piece. It was. Although I can't pronounce any of the names, I really enjoyed this one. I don't know how long this will be either. I just hope it'll be longer than my last one. Last one. And I swear, if I swear on this recording, that's the reason. I have links in the description, and there's a ton out there if you want to learn more. I'll put the queen's name and all of these hard freaking names they're pretty, but they're so hard to say. Um, I will put them in the description so you don't have any issues with that. All right, I'm out. Thanks for listening to Scary Spooky Fun Times, and I will see you next Thursday. And as always, if you have a place you'd like me to do, please tweet me and I'll bump it up on my list of places to do. My Twitter is at fun underscore spooky, and I'll see you next week. Mm -hmm.